All right, weekends, we got a special episode right now. I think this is the first podcast in the world with two Vision Pros coming to you live. I'm at the top of some mountain in Hawaii. I see Roberto. Roberto, where are you at? I'm in Mount Hood in, uh, right outside of Portland. So crazy. So this is, for, for the arche- internet archaeologists, this is Saturday, the day after, like Saturday, February 3rd, 2024. This is the day after V1 Vision Pro came out. Mm-hmm. We both got it first day. Walk me through your walk me through your initial impressions. I want let's just go live raw. Yeah, I mean I, I'm I'm gonna assume we're we're sort of on the same page here. I think a lot of people who have the Vision Pro on day one. We're we're kind of saying it, but it, I I do think this is the best consumer tech device that I've ever tried. I think it's mind blowing. It was like um, I, I've heard the word emotional like online a lot. It is that not in like a weird way. It was very. Um, you know, trying it over the last days, I'm like, it's a very obvious glimpse into the future. And like, just seeing how this is going to unfold over the next four or five years is actually pretty phenomenal. Um, And it was, I I was kind of speechless, man. I think in many ways, it exceeded my expectations. But maybe we can go like, you know, piece by piece. So we'll we'll start like first impressions. And then we can go into each kind of like product category slash feature. What were your first impressions? Like out of the box, you put it on what were the first things that you noticed? So did you do the demo in the uh, in the Apple Store or no? I, I just foregoed it. I kind of figured I'd probably know how to work it. So I just like went yeah. home. Yeah. So I did the demo and that there was like a two minute demo reel that some of it you can see like at home and some of it I guess you can only see in the Apple Store. Like there were a couple like sports clips in this thing. And the the clip from the Alicia Keys I definitely got emotional like in the Apple store because it, it just, I love that. It was crazy. Like it, it, it really feels like there was like someone from the future that was flying across earth and they like dropped a fragment of their technology and we picked it up and it's this, and it's almost like it's so much better than everything we've ever seen that it it does really feel like that, like you said, a glimpse into the future. And it's so as soon as I saw the Alicia Keys thing, I was like, holy shit, this is going to change everything. Like all media, all movies, all entertainment, everything's going to this because it's, it is, it's like vaudeville black and white films in the thirties to Marvel today. Like it's that big of a jump it in is, my mind. It is so crazy. I thought the exact same thing with the, so that was my, so from what I saw, maybe I'm wrong. There was only like five built-in experiences, at least on the Apple TV um, that took advantage, full advantage of this technology. One of them were, was not fully immersive VR, which was like, I think a dinosaur one where, I don't know if you tried that one where a butterfly like landed on your hand and you crazy. can kind of actually interact with it. It was pretty crazy. And then the other ones were, were, were full VR. I was a little disappointed to see there was nothing 360, full 360 VR. Yeah. Besides yeah. these experiences that we're in right now, like we're in Mountain Hood, you're in Hawaii. But like the Alicia Keys one, mind-blowing but it was 180 and there was like some light leakage and stuff i wish it it was 360 not that it was necessary or needed but i'm with you man that experience that was like the third one that i tried i tried the tight roping one tight rope walking one first there was a scene where you got up to the lady and i could definitely see like the depth of field the the specialness of these apple cameras that they developed for these purposes but that one didn't blow me away that much because quest 3 is like kind of close to what that was yeah. Um, but the Alicia Keys one, I don't know what or if they did anything different, but I very much felt like I was in the room with her and all those musicians. And that was so surreal crazy. to the point where sometimes she'd walk over and look at me and I'd like kind of like get awkward for a second. Like that's how much I felt like I was in that room. I, I would kind of forget where I was. And mind you, I was doing this too with my, um, I was doing this with the AirPods Max. 
and so dude like the immersion was just dude it's crazy it's, it it's really unbeatable I've never like, ever experienced anything like that that's what so and maybe it's worth it's like annoying it would probably take a lot of time but maybe it's worth going to the apple store just to see that like little thing because there's so there's a soccer clip in it it's only like 10 seconds long but it's like your the your point of view is like sitting first row above the goal and the entire field of view is like the entire soccer field you can see the stadium wow. on both sides and and they like somebody shoots goes off the crossbar and then like someone rebounds it and, and, and makes it and she scores a goal and it's like the the de- the detail of like the grass on the field it just feels so like i when i saw that i was like every sports experience from now on as soon as they build up the infrastructure and like that's something i definitely want to talk about with you is like this device is like the window into this world but now i'm super savvy by apple of course you're gonna have to build all of these infrastructure items so like all of the film cameras all the sports stadiums are gonna have to have these like hubs in different parts Mm -hmm. of the stadium so that you can see because i was thinking like one of the coolest consumer use cases is you know let's say you live in charlotte your family lives in california let's say and you want to like be in the room with your family for memories the only way to do that is if there's like a 3d camera hub that your family puts like in the corner of the ceiling so that you can port in like right, right. now there's no way to port in this FaceTime's the only way to like interact with people virtually so that's going to be a whole nother category of apple devices that everyone's going to have to buy so it's just it's just cr- so, so crazy the ecosystem that's going to be built around this thing yeah i mean my my thought went there as well with these apple um if you looked at the alicia keys you saw there was like four or five of them around the room they were like in these white uh towers like ivory colored um in case hubs and i'd i'm going to assume those are very like there's not a lot in the world that exists there's probably you know like under a few hundred um but that's obviously like that technology one day i don't know if it'll be three years 10 years whatever it may be but one day that'll be available to all consumers at a at a consumer friendly price you know maybe canon and sony uh develops these i think a lot of manufacturers are going to be rushing to do it but I'm so excited for that, man, because like you said, I think every household is going to is going to have one in. And like, I think consumers are going to demand more immersion in the content that we consume. Like, this is how special this is that almost, you know, like say the NBA or somebody rushes to adopt it, like every other sport is is going to have to be right behind them because consumers are going to demand the experience in full immersion, um, which brings me to another thought. This headset I had it on last. I actually I watched like half of Killers of the Flower Moon last night. Yeah. By the way, the theater experience is unbelievable. Like with the AirPods and the thing on, I really forgot where I was and I was fully immersed. And the picture quality is pristine. I couldn't believe it. They cracked it. But I was in there for about an hour and a half, and it didn't like I didn't get the motion sickness. I didn't get the nausea that I get with headsets prior. Like the Quest Two that I own, I like it, but I can't be in it for more than thirty minutes. I started getting the eye strain and the fatigue. This one, I don't know if it's just the higher resolution or what they did differently, but I felt very comfortably. I didn't feel the drag on my face like others are reporting. I, I don't think it's actually that heavy, um, especially when you wear the top strap. And so, dude, it, it, yeah, man, I think James Cameron or someone called it like a religious experience. I kind of see where he was coming from. Um, it does change, you know, movie consumption, cinema, especially. For, ex- except for what you always say it's like only if you're consuming it by yourself if you want to consume it with your wife or other other people it's not really going to work even if all headsets are synced up i don't think that would be the same experience so it's very much like a personal 
uh, individual type of like isolated yeah. sort of experience. It's a single player mode right now. That's right. why like having once it's multiplayer, I think it'll because because I, I was reflecting on that like I spend so much time alone on my phone on my computer like working right and so if part of my like shared time that I want to spend with friends or or with my wife I'm now like in this single mode isolation tank even though it's sicker for me it it creates even more distance like with others so I'm looking forward to them figuring out the multiplayer and trying to you know where you can you can look to the side you can see them passing through they're wearing it you're with them in the experience but like you're also dialed in the sound is perfect so yeah I'm curious like my my takeaway in terms of like recommendations for people is that almost no one should buy it and I feel like everyone should go to the Apple store and do the demo for free. Correct. No I don't think really anyone should buy it. I'm even considering returning it only because Same. I feel like the experiences you can use from it or out of it are like a weekend, a couple day type thing and then mm-hmm. I think it's just going to be a slow ramp to get to enough apps, killer apps, killer use cases, experiences, content that's actually like where you could use it two hours a week. And because of that, is it worth four grand? Like probably not. But I'm curious your take on that because I I feel like we're probably, we think similar on most things. Yeah, I completely agree. I put out uh, like a story and I said the same thing where um, it is the most impressive piece of technology that I've ever tried. I think, I think I'm not being that's not hyperbole. Like I've been, I was trying to think all day yesterday, what could beat this experience? I I couldn't think of anything. But with that said, I don't think anybody should buy it unless you're a developer, you're planning on building for it and it could be advantageous for, for your brand or your business. When this does hit critical mass, which I'm very confident that it will in like say three, four, five years. So my thing is that I, I really cannot recommend it. I'm the same way. I'll probably will return it. I know for sure that this will just collect dust in in a week or two from now and I'll never put it on. (laughs) Like, I, I just, it's it's not there, like you said, in terms of experiences. It's like, okay, try it out. Go to the Apple store. You want to check out the novelty of this. Like, do yourself a favor and give yourself that experience because it really is that special. Um, but, yeah, I don't think there's enough yet to warrant a $3,500 purchase. I was, I, I, like, I own the Quest 2, and I think that's, like, you can find it used for a couple hundred bucks. If you really have, like, some VR use cases, that's probably better suited for you. Um but yeah, I've, I've been thinking about it like all night. Like why, besides being a developer or a builder, wanting to build on top of this, like why would anybody get it? Aside from just somebody with just a lot of money who doesn't give a shit. Um, I, I can't really, like if, if this is a, a budget strain for you, I don't, I don't know how to warrant the cost otherwise. I, I can't recommend it as a buy for, for anybody. Especially because you can try it for free and like get the, you can get the holy shit moment exactly. on your own. Exactly. So as Apple, like, Apple's got to be thinking about that, right? So either they just know that's true. They know a lot of people will return it. They, they're like, whatever, we had to come up with a V1 and get developers like a legit product to work on. So they're fine with that. Or the way I'd approach it if I was marketing or partnerships or whatever at Apple is I would have like stair-stepped every week or two just some dope shit ready to come out, whether it's like a content series or a new app that I'm like really helping push. I was thinking like, so 14 days is the return window. So I was like, what What could Apple have like savvily done? If they had a Super Bowl activation through the Vision Pro, which is 16 days from the pickup, that is like unbelievable. And what the problem is Super Bowl, most people watch with a group. So it's like, again, this is like the single player right. mode. But if they had something where it was like, you could watch the Super Bowl field side and it was as good as this sports demo I saw in there, that would be like such a savvy move to get people to like extend past this 14 day window and then have to keep have to keep it. 
But yeah, I'm interested to see how it rolls out. But to be honest, if they come out with a V2 next year, that's going to be half the price, double the apps, if not more. And right. everybody, it's it's only going to be better than this, right? So, And even then, I'm thinking like I'm targeting a V3, V4, like when I'm really thinking through it. Because even V2, I don't know that it'll, it'll be enough or compelling enough, again, to warrant. Because these things, I, yeah, I, I see it in two weeks. I probably won't really be picking it up again, you know? Yeah. And so I definitely you know, my mindset is like a creator on one hand is like, all right, well, maybe I should keep it every update, every new product I can like kind of cover. And maybe that's impactful uh, to my brand. But I I just, I don't know if that's going to be the case. So I'm definitely flirting with returning it as well. And again, it's funny because we're talking about like the greatest consumer uh, uh, facing device, tech device that's ever been invented in like both of our opinions. And we're both like, let's return it. <laughs> so, so it is kind of funny, um, that dichotomy. But uh, is, is there anything else that either surprised you in, in a good way, meaning it exceeded your expectations, or surprised you in, <clears throat> oh, wait a second, this isn't as good as advertised? So well, one thing is I definitely feel the weight and pressure on my face. It might be like my head shape, though, but I think, and I, I haven't tried. Head, so maybe that helps. <laughs> yeah, I haven't tried the double strap. I heard the double strap is very good at distributing the weight. I've only done the single. So mm-hmm. my thing is like, I notice it, but it doesn't bother me for the first hour or whatever. But if I was actually wearing this four hours a day, like I think it would definitely, it would, yeah, I, it would I don't strain my face. Like, I couldn't either. Four hours a day, no. Yeah. So that's one thing. The other thing is the, and it might just be my eyes or like the optical lens on on mine, but in in real immersion, 3D immersion, it's amazing. Like you can't beat it. But on the pass through, even though it's 4K screens, it feels a little like pixel, uh, like I don't know how to describe, like pixelated kind of it to is, me. Especially in low light. Yeah, and and yeah. like I expected to be able to pick up my phone and see my phone crystal clear, like bifocals almost, where I look down, it's crystal clear, and then I'm I'm still in the VR. That's really not the case. Like you got to really strain to see your computer screen or see your phone screen, like anything in the physical world through mm-hmm. the, through this. So because of that, it's like the whole bucket of productivity or work type apps. I think is a little gimmicky at this stage. Like it, it, it would be way slower for your work, your normal workflow to use this 100%. than just like to use your computer. Yeah. So I wouldn't say that like disappointed me, but I was definitely expecting that to the way the windows sit in space is sick, but the actually using them is a little glitchy. I feel like now, funny enough, like uh, when I was thinking about the productivity, there is something to it. I do think say V3, V4, again, Bluetooth mouth, uh, mouse, Bluetooth keyboard, um, the fact that I can use my surroundings is sort of like this infinite canvas to have as many windows as I want open. Like it was kind of dope. I had like music going on over here. I had like messages. I was typing messages over here. I had like a movie playing over here. And, like being able to do that is really cool where usually you'd have to go out and buy like a multi-monitor setup. Um, and so I do think th- that's going to be one of the best use cases for this device in three or four, when the ergonomics come down, when it's a lot lighter, when it's a lot more comfortable, I actually think that's going to be a huge hit amongst the masses where it's like, why would I go out and buy a multi-monitor setup? I'm just going to do all my work in the Vision Pro. Um, Again, we'll have to see if they can crack the ergonomics and a lot of other things, but I I just think that they will. Like, this is an incredible achievement by Apple. And, uh, dude, I'm I'm actually actually pumped for it. Like, as soon as we can get those 360 uh, cameras, I want one in the studio. I want to – because I also think those cameras are also great a great 2D experience as well. So it's not like I have a VR lens right now on my Canon, and I was thinking about shooting a review in 3D so people could consume it in, in VR. But I'm like, then there's no 2D counterpart. So then yeah, it's yeah. like a very niche piece of content. Whereas like these new cameras that they're developing, it's 
amazing in 2D and in 3D. And I think that's, man, that's going to be huge. So It's going to be sick. Yeah. Um, any final thoughts? Because we are going to make this a quick uh, mini pod. It's like a 12.2, let's call it episode 12.1, yeah. 12.5. Uh, I, think that's, I think that's but it. But are there any final thoughts you can think of with the Vision Pro, good or bad? I think that's it. I'm, I'm, I'm really blown away and impressed by Apple for taking the, like, I know, I know Oculus and Meta had basically taken the first steps, but this feels like a huge leap forward. And I'm like yeah. really proud that Apple took it no matter what, how the vision one, the version one does. But yeah, I'm just so stoked for like this kind of mixed reality future. Love it, man. And this is, this experience here, actually, this is like the last thing that I had to try was a spatial FaceTime. It's not as bad as I thought. Like yeah, the, some of the early reviewers sick. made it. It's actually kind of interesting. Like yeah. it's kind of cool. And I feel like it sort of nails your facial expressions. Like it's a little more bland, a little more like a little more lifeless, let's call it. Um, but for a V1, man, there's a lot of potential here. It's pretty great. Dope. All right. If you've been listening, thank you so much. Tune in. That was Weekend's Pod, Apple Vision Pro special. And uh, we'll catch you on the next one. Beautiful. Love it. Peace. Get out of this thing. Oh, yo, weird, man. That's weird, bro. I like forgot where I was, and I got this huge red mark on my head. Ooh. Damn.